this is uh, episode number, I think it's episode number four, The Dollop. And I'm changing the format. So originally it was just me alone. And honestly, that gets kind of... Right? I did one about Mike Tyson. I did one about... Uh, I don't think it gets... Ted Nugent. I did one about... Uh, oh, no, I did four. I did one about uh, food eating contests. Okay. And I did one about the tea party. Okay. Oh, boy. Yeah. Yeah. I did that one live. Uh, there are just... A, and we're, so we're going to dip in back into that right All right. Now. Okay. So basically the new format of the dollop is going to be just going to be one subject like it has been before. But now I'm going to have a guest come in to kind of, you know, have fun with someone else as opposed to just sitting in a room, sitting in a room, talking to myself. Deteriorating. It's just so fucking. <laughs> hey, look who's going crazy. Hey. Hey, what are you talking? I'm talking about chairs. <laughs> Dutch chairs. Like, Jesus. Mr. Christ. T-shirt. What do you think? <laughs> so. The reason I wanted to do this one, because I basically I'm, I'm having there are a lot of people who are doing research, actually. OK, a, a lot of my uh, uh, listeners have volunteered to do research on certain subjects. That's great. So I'm gathering all that research and then I'm going to m- make a bunch of them and and bank them and then just start putting them out. OK, because they're a little more it's a little more time consuming right. to actually have to read. Yeah. <laughs> Prepare for a podcast. It's fucking ridiculous. Yeah, it really is. I'm sure. I, I don't yeah. know why I'm doing it, but I'm doing it. Uh, so, uh, but then this, this shit that's been going on this week, right? I was like, I just want to talk about this guy and put it out cause it's fucking nuts. Yeah. And so, uh, I, I don't know if I've seen it come up in the news in other countries, like in, in, in the guardian and, and this England, story in the daily mail, they've talked about it. Isn't that, that's the worst how they always, yeah, but wouldn't, okay. So they what cover the story. What we're talking about is this guy, uh, Cliven, Cliven, Cliven. I mean, it's the worst fucking name potato, ever. Potato. It's, it's terrible. <laughs> you think Garrett's a bad name, Cliven or Cliven? I mean, you just—no wonder he's so fucking angry. Yeah, his name is Cliven or Cliven or Cliven. Yeah, Cliven is like either way. Yeah, Cliven's like a cleft palate. <laughs> he's got a Cliven. So, uh, so for those who don't know, like a week ago, those of us who don't pay that much attention to the news, we're all listening to this story about a guy. Who had uh, he was having a fight with uh, with the federal government because he has cows that are grazing on land, right? And he says he should be able to let them graze for free, but but the government charges a buck thirty four per cow per month, right? So so it's pricey. It's really expensive. It's a burger. Uh, and and then what happened was he put out the word, and all of a sudden militias came in. And and all of a sudden there's a big standoff with guys with like fucking sniper rifles. Lots of guys. Lots like, of like people. Cra- like yeah. like you, it like went from zero to to douchebag. Yeah. So fucking fast you couldn't believe what you were seeing. So what do you do? You know anything about this guy? Because I've been yeah. reading about him all morning and I am fucking. Well, you probably know more than me. I mean, what I thought was crazy was th- when the amount of people that came out to fight. The agents who are there to right, like it's cr- like it's hundreds, hundreds, hundreds of people. Like he put out the word, and and there's a thing there. So so do you know what the oath keepers are? Oh boy, I'm excited to know <laughs> what they are. I do not. So the oath keepers are all uh, military, police, uh, anybody who's worked in that aspect of of security. Okay. Or or 
killing or whatever. Okay. Uh, so they are they are these guys who just say they're beholden to the Constitution. So they are people who have taken this oath. Yes. And when they're not in and the they, position anymore, they're still oath takers. Yes. And so they have decided that they will fight for the Constitution, oh, but not the government. <sighs> so, so a bunch of those dudes went cruised in. So they're literally military trained guys fighting for cows. <laughs> That's how Ronald McDonald wanted it. <laughs> I, so I want to give you the history of this guy. So All this right. guy, so this guy, uh, uh, Cliven Bundy, he owns a 160 acre ranch in uh, Nevada, which already, yeah, like you have a ranch in fucking Nevada. Yeah. Like it's just, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a fucking desert. Like I hope you're they just, like dirt. It's a, yeah. It's just, it's just shit. Yeah. And he's a Mormon. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I really didn't know that. And that's just already. Well, it's like well, the first the first time I heard the story, they were like, there's a guy fighting the federal government and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I bet he's a fucking Mormon because they are all. The, yeah. I mean, that's that's like part of their thing. Like, fuck, they, they fought a war against us. I don't know if people know that the Mormons joined the, the American Indians and killed us back in the day. And the American Indians are like, God, these guys are the fucking worst. Am I right? <laughs> Jesus Christ. No, you can't fuck all my daughters. What are you? What are you talking Just about? Just because you have a hole in that sheet and magic underpants? No. <laughs> so this guy's a magic underpants guy. Uh, so he has this town, uh, this little Bunkerville. It's called fucking Bunkerville. Ah, this guy's the it's, worst. <laughs> it's like a hack. Ah, yeah, really, Bunkerville. So basically, the way it works is they're they're the federal government owns land. Right. Yes. And then they say, if you want to use it, you got to pay a buck thirty-four per cow. Right. And you can per month, and then and then your your dudes can fucking graze. And yeah. You, and you can only have one hundred and fifty cows. T- total legitimate. Sounds great fine, for Bunkerville. Fine fucking rules, right? Yeah. Like everyone's like, oh, that sounds good. Yeah. All the other farmers are doing it. And then this dude in nineteen ninety-three was like, I'm not going to pay anymore. That's it. And he had been paying. Yeah, his dad used to own the ranch. They own the ranch together, and then his dad died, and then a few years later, he's like, I ain't paying the goddamn federal government. I picture Bunkerville a lot like the place where Dan Aykroyd ends up in nothing but trouble. <laughs> That's the, first of all, first of all, 98% of the listeners I have are no like, I am DBing. <laughs> what is nothing but trouble? Is that the, is nothing but trouble the, the, the camping one? No, it's uh, that's uh, no, it's Chevy Chase, uh, Demi Moore, Dan Aykroyd. Maybe it's not Chevy Chase, but it's Dan Aykroyd and Demi Moore, and they go on a road trip and they end up in this crazy junkyard with these big fat weird twins, and uh, the digital underground plays a song. It's the a I've terrible never, movie. I've never heard about this. Oh, dude, when did this come out? I mean, probably ninety five. So, but it sounds exactly. It's, like it's very a, appropriate. Yes. To it's, believe me, it sounds like Bunkerville. <laughs> <laughs> so, so he stops paying, right? Cliven, Cliven, yeah. stops paying for his uh, shit, and then and then the the it's called the BLM uh, Bureau of Land Management. Right. It's like, hey, uh, bro. asshole. <laughs> hey, hey, bro. Hey, bro. Uh, you know how you're not paying. Uh, can you can you like pay? No, I don't believe in paying no more. I don't. Here's the deal. My uh, we have owned this land since 1854, so it's my land and This my, land landed on my cow. It was my ass. 
got cows just a floating in the air, and the land came down. This land attacked my cow's mouths. <laughs> so he basically says that his his ancestors have been there forever. So, which is a classic like religious thing. It, it, it's very yeah. It's very well. The idea. What's crazy to me is when somebody's like, uh, you know, the Constitution is the most important document. Because, of course, look, nobody's saying, like, it's not an important thing. But the idea that any thought from hundreds of years right. ago is still, it still just... It still hangs in there it, yeah, and it makes sense. makes so much sense today. Yeah. It's just crazy. It's and that's why, insane. And a lot of times it's tied to people who also believe the crazy religious shit. Yeah. Where you're just like, oh, you just like to think crazy shit. Yeah. That's your beef. Yeah. I should I should add that my dad now walks around with the Constitution in his back pocket. Does he? Yeah. Why? I don't know. I le- when I saw it, I laughed so fucking hard. <laughs> Did you? I mean, when are you, when are you gonna whip that out? Yeah. When are you like, oh, hold on, you're like at the uh, grocery so, yeah. store. Uh, yeah, I think those grapes are a little bit more. Hold on, I'll talk to you. About- <laughs> or is he picturing like Nicolas Cage from National Treasure? Like, I need a print of the Constitution. He's like Nicolas Cage, Nicolas Cage. Yeah, there's not a situation <laughs> where someone's going to be like, what was that middle part like? What? Tell me more about the Constitution. <laughs> Jesus Christ. My, I mean, my dad could easily be one of these guys. He's so close. Uh, okay, so he refused to pay. And then the, the, the federal government was like, well, you should pay. So they took him to court. And a judge was like, okay, you either remove your fucking cattle. And this is in 98. Yeah. You either remove your cattle uh, or you, you know, you pay the fucking money, and he's like, "I ain't gonna pay the." Goddamn. I don't believe in judges. I, no, here's where it gets great. He doesn't believe in the federal government. <laughs> it's just, it's like, but I love a guy that's like, I love a guy that's like, okay, here's the deal. I'm not gonna play by your rules. Why? You're not real. <laughs> <laughs> or a guy who's like. I don't believe in rules. That's a rule. <laughs> you just said a rule, asshole. Nope. Nope. Don't uh, try to rule me. Don't try to rule me. I'm a guy without rule. But then the other thing is, he's like, you know what? I, I, I follow the laws of Nevada. Okay, hold on. Oh, God. Okay, okay. So let <laughs> okay. me Okay. So let me try to work this out. <laughs> so... <laughs> So you don't you believe in the little place, but not the bigger one. Yeah. Is that, so the so Nevada's real. Yeah. And the United States is not Faith. real. Yeah. I'm cliven. Cliven. <laughs> Living like cliven. That's the life that I'm cliven. <laughs> so. Uh, in 2013, so this went on for so he's not paying for years. So since that, so what's been going on since then? Well, they've been like they've been like you know sending Buddy, letters. Please, <laughs> please pay this shit. They've been like sending letters and like you know and and occasionally take him to court or whatever. Right. And and he's just not doing anything. But at the same time, the reason they're not doing anything is because he's like, I'll blow your fucking head. Like he's the guy. Like I got a lot of guns. I got all my family. I can get people down here in a second. Right. He's saying that the whole time. So they're and. And with like the Waco thing and the Ruby Ridge, they're like, well, we don't do we yeah. want to have another thing where we have to kill a bunch of people. Psychos. I, and and having read about this, I very much want them to go kill green these light people. Up. I'm green lighting the project. <laughs> go ahead and light them up. Go ahead, guys. <laughs> Head on in there. Go ahead. <clears throat> so uh, so he was given 45 days to remove his cattle, 
in uh, 2013, and or and they were going to be or the BLM was going to come in and just take the fucking cows. Okay, which yeah, yeah. Take, or you know what? Even better. I don't even think they should take the cows. I think they should just shoot them. <laughs> I know it's totally fucked up, right? But just go shoot the cows and go. Okay, so that's over, right? You just treat it like a hostage situation. Just be like, I'm going to shoot one on every hour until you stop grazing. Oh, fuck. Give me two cows for good measure. Send out two cows. Good measure. <laughs> okay, so, uh, and then last April, um, last April? So that was last year. So wait, so 45, he ignored the 45 days, obviously. He did. He completely ignored ignored the 45 days. And, and they're, they're saying that he, they're saying, I think they want to take his land, his house or whatever. Yeah. No, that can't be right. They just, so they just want to, they just want to take all the. You heard how on board I was cows. for taking his house, though, right? Right? Yeah, I go, yeah. Yeah, no, let's... let's take his house. Fuck everything about this guy. Yes. Like, just... The, it, it, you can't have a guy that's like, you're not real! Yeah. Like, that guy can't be... And his house isn't real. That- <laughs> and I get it. We get fucking Bunkerville, then. Well, the best thing is is that he's saying the United States government doesn't exist, and then there's all these pictures of him riding around on his horse carrying his American flag. Yeah. Like, hey, do you know what that means? Shouldn't you have a Nevada flag, you fucking asshole? I wipe my mouth with that shit. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, get your Nevada flag up there. So, uh, so then he put out, so when they said we're going to seize your cows, he put out the word. And then all of these fucking dudes poured in, and there, there, a lot of them are the the oath keepers. So they're so they're legitimately they're snipers, and they're dudes with AK forty sevens, and they're like legit, they're like a legitimate army. But then, but then the other thing is, is like, so these guys have been there for a couple of weeks, and it's like, well, don't you like don't you have jobs? Yeah, <laughs> like who who just goes like. Hey, I'm gonna go guard some guy's ranch, and like they're coming from all over. Where the country. Where you going, honey? Where? I gotta go keep the oath a little while. <laughs> Aren't you supposed to work in the morning? Yeah, it might be a couple weeks. This guy's cows. Yeah, we might have to give up the house. Why? I'm protecting cows in Nevada. We're probably gonna be moving to Bunkerville. Did you get my email? Did you get my email? <laughs> I emailed you all about Bunkerville. We're moving. What? I don't understand. Yeah. Man, the government's trying to take our cows. Yeah. What does that mean? I don't know. The government's not real. I have to go protect the cows from something that's fake. The government that isn't real is trying to hurt my cows that are now human friends. We're moving to Bunkerville. Oh, God damn it, honey. The only laws are the Cliven law. We're going to go get some clean Cliven. <laughs> We're going to a clean cliffing society. Oh <laughs> uh, okay, so this is where it gets awesome. So all these dudes come, right? Uh, I always and, like the part is always awesome when all the dudes come. I mean, it's just there. So here, I, I pull out a couple of them. So this guy's an oath keeper. Um, James Yeager uh, is calling from Cliven Bundy's front yard, where he's one of several providing twenty-four hour security to the Bundy family. He and his friends packed up a full medical kit and a camera <laughs> and drove. <laughs> oh boy! I don't know what I don't know what's happening. Okay, man, we're getting we're getting an arm standoff. What do you? 
Get the camera and the medical kit. Let's get out of here. Like, what the fuck? Did you bring the medical kit? What do I look like, an idiot? What about the camera? It's here, dummy. I know what we need to go save cows for Cliven. It is go time. <laughs> we got the bag. <laughs> we got the bag. Got the bag and the camera. Let's go. Oh, fuck. Uh, so these guys drove from Tennessee uh, to to document. He's there to document. Oh, good. That'll be a good documentary. What he calls a tremendous... Re- overreach of federal power and he's posting videos daily on youtube but wouldn't anything be an overreach if you don't believe in government well that's that's the thing yeah the the fucking post office is, is an overreach if you don't yeah. believe in, in government yeah everything the roads are an overreach a like, red light you're talking about fucking chaos and anarchy yeah. if you don't believe also these guys are oath keepers Dude, what the, the fuck is the Constitution? <laughs> what exactly? <laughs> I mean, at one point, they kept the fucking oath that the federal government insisted they keep. So what the fuck? Oh, my God. I just picture these guys in a circle eating their own assholes. <laughs> none of it makes sense. You clean, Doug? <laughs> uh... When asked if he also packed weapons, Jaeger said, of course, I'm always armed. This is not any different than any other day for me. That really should have ended with a duh. (laughs) (laughs) He really should have capped it with a duh. So this guy, Jaeger, an oath keeper, last year uh, he drew attention for calling on fellow patriots to rise up against gun control. If that happens, it's going to spark a civil war, and I'll be glad to fire the first shot. I need all you patriots to start thinking about what you're going to do. He said in a video posted on YouTube, if this goes one inch further, I'm going to start killing people. Okay, so, but here's the thing. So, it's these guys aren't going down there like, protect the fucking cows. Yeah. These guys think they're starting a civil war. That's part of the problem with when people have these crazy belief. Like when people believe in end of days, yeah, they're like re- they want end of days, mm-hmm. and it's like when people have all these guns, they want the time. You no, know, the guys just fucking yes, using the, guy, them. the guys who are stocking up yeah. gun after gun and have a house full of wait. guns are just like my life cannot be for nothing. Yeah. There has to be exactly a revolution, and that's the same with end of days. They're like. You you can't have your whole life believing in this thing and you know not have it happen because that's a wasted life. A total waste yeah. of life. So they so these guys are going down there because they think they're kicking the shit off. Yeah. But all that's going to happen is they're probably going to get killed. <laughs> yeah. Or th- oh God, please just send it a drone. Well, you know, right? I mean, a honestly, drone. Uh, honestly, Boosh. I I mean I am so for like I really do not like war. Yeah. Like, I'm not like, but yeah, <laughs> fuck them. I mean, honestly, we, we've become so complacent at just letting the morons become like the, the people who lead. Yeah. That it's like, you should. We should just start treating fucking idiots like, like problems. Yeah. And just start fucking taking them out. <laughs> we have too many people, right? We already have too many people. Here's We're funny, fucked. Here's the funny thing. This is exactly what they're talking about. <laughs> I kind of like Cliven. <laughs> uh, okay, so... Um, so wait, do is, you mean that's what the government's talking about? No, that's what uh, these guys okay, are talking about. Okay, yeah, yeah, about. right. That's yeah. exactly what they're saying. Yeah. He's gonna, so, uh, this is great. So, at a recent Patriot party hosted by Bundy... I mean, Cliven, could you have just said a crazier thing? 
You've never been to a Patriot party over at Bundy's Bundy? place? <laughs> oh, at Bunkerville? Oh, yeah, yeah. I didn't realize. I didn't make the connection. Um, Bundy greeted his fans with a copy of the Constitution. Hey, everybody. <laughs> Check around. <laughs> Woo! In case we run out of toilet paper. <laughs> um. This is where it gets so Oh, wait, great. he believes in the Constitution. Yeah. Sorry. That's all he believes in. Which just doesn't make sense. Keep but going. he doesn't believe in the government just that wrote the Impossible to. <laughs> seems impossible. I mean, the Constitution, here's the deal with the Constitution. Sure. It was made by a bunch of bros. Right. But those bros weren't a government. Right. They're just bro. They were like bros in a house. Yeah, and they like wrote a, a thing jerk. up. Yeah. So, so. So the Constitution doesn't have anything to do with making a government. It just, was a, a bro list. It's a bro list. It's a bro list. Thank you. This is where you, you come in because you used to do birthday parties. Oh, boy. <clears throat> a George Washington impersonator clad in a full white wig and navy coat with tails showed up to eat barbecue besides <laughs> Bundy and his wife. Like, <laughs> that's the point where you're there and you go, uh, oh, we jumped the shark. <laughs> like, <laughs> What in the fuck are we doing? That's the point where a wife who didn't want to make the move pulls on her husband's arm and is like, we need to talk in the truck. I need to talk to you in the truck right now. But, but what happened was everyone just went, oh, fuck yeah, man. Man, George fuck Washington yeah. fucking loves ribs, man. He can put back ribs. Holy shit, I thought we might be on the wrong road here, but then G- GW showed up. Goddamn George Washington. Just when you think Bundy might be out of his mind, he <laughs> hires a George Washington impersonator to eat barbecue, and you're like, oh, yeah, this is a real mission. We are on the path. We're on point. So here's where it gets really great, is that the Oath Keepers are using this. I, I hope you re- say they killed George Washington. <laughs> Would that be amazing? Uh-huh. If they shot George uh-huh. they were like, you're part you. That guy was a president. <laughs> boosh, boosh, boosh. <laughs> George Washington dead again. Oh, fuck. So the Oath Keepers are using this as a recruitment tool. So basically, when they when they've been waiting for something like this, because they know that it's going to get a lot of press, which right. it has been. Yes. And so then the press leads to more people being like, God damn, the federal government, they taxes. Yeah. And they, they take taxes and all they give me is roads and education yeah. and protection yeah. from, and, and safety and clean water. Those motherfuckers. It's like so... So, <laughs> so there. So there's all the now. There's now their their ranks are swelling because of this. So the oath keepers are big, and they they had fifteen thousand before this started. The oath keepers. Uh huh. So now they're going to be like thirty thousand, forty thousand, a hundred thousand. Like they're about to explode into an actual army that wants revolution. Uh, from a fucking dude who is See, gracing his cows th- inappropriately. This, this is the thing, is that if you, like, if you wanted to talk about getting, like, completely changing the government. Yeah. Because it isn't a government. It really is not a government that really works for the people. No, it doesn't it work. Doesn't do no, that. it works for the rich. However, 
these are not the people that you want in line to come up with the plan B. No, I don't want their help. No. No. So if it's like, would you rather follow them or would you rather the fucked up system you live under now? It's like, I'll stick with the one right now. If I'm anywhere and people are talking about how to fix the government and then a dude comes in dressed up like the president <laughs> and starts eating barbecue. I declare this barbecue <laughs> to be delicious. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so hey, where can George Washington sneak out to take a dump real quick? <laughs> uh, overrate on barbecue. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> this is what this is what Bunny says. If people come to monkey with what's mine, I'll call the county sheriff. If that don't work, I'll gather my friends and kids and we'll try to stop it. I abide by all state laws, but I abide by zero federal laws. Okay, so he doesn't believe in. Carol Bundy said her husband is not a violent man. No. Just a person who will protect what he owns. Right. And so is she. I've got a shotgun, she said. It's loaded and I know how to use it. We're ready to do what we have to do, but we'd rather win this in the court of public opinion. <laughs> I, which which now now you you've you've what's the handy stuff cuz you said cuz I haven't been watching any of that oh, stuff. Oh, what you what happened yesterday? Yeah, no, no. Oh. What what is what is Sean Hannity's role been in? Okay, this? so so basically, as you would expect, um, Fox News has sort of turned this guy into a Joe the Plumber, right? Yeah. So they've sort of taken him, and and part of part of the reason why their numbers are going to swell is because of this shit. Yeah. So it's like Sean Hannity specifically has embraced it. So he's saying this he's guy is being the guy. fucked by the federal yeah, government, he, and he's going like, you know, if you're talking to me about when there's like, you know, like and he's obviously contradicting himself because yeah. he doesn't. He believes in the federal government when it's run by George right. W. Bush, and right. he just doesn't right now. Right. Uh, but yeah, so he's right on this guy's back. He's a cheerleader for this guy. He's been giving this guy a lot of press. It, it's become his issue. Okay, that's fantastic. Yeah, he's Joe the Plumber. So, uh, so one of the guys that showed up to the ranch is a retired sheriff from Arizona and an oath keeper. <laughs> oh, good. And uh, this is what he said uh, yesterday. Oh God! So, so what happened was the the government, the government backed off. But but first they sent a shitload of people down there, right? Yeah, they sent there a, was a of huge standoff. They, they started confiscating cows. Then then they, then all of a sudden the militia showed up and were on the overpass with sniper rifles. They got and, the fuck out and, of there. And they were like, okay, fuck this. So this is <laughs> their cows. I actually, you know, what's interesting is I'm just a guy who is a federal government employee. And I don't want to die for a bunch of fucking cows. You know what's crazy is if they took all the money it costs to travel and do all this, they would have enough to pay for this stupid <laughs> fucking grazing fee. Look how much gas it costs to get from Tennessee to fucking Nevada. A dollar eighty four a cow. Oh, it, it, oh, I'll pay it. I'll fucking pay it. Call Clevin. 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 So this is what this guy, ex sheriff, says. I would have put my own wife or daughters there. I would have been screaming bloody murder to watch them die. I would have gone next. I would have been the next one to be killed. I'm not afraid to die here. I'm willing to die here. But the best ploy would have been to have the women at the front. Because one, I don't think they would have shot them. And two, if they had... It would have been the worst thing that we could have shown the rest of the world that these ruthless cowards 
hired by the federal government will do anything. So they're literally talking about using women and about children. About doing anything. <laughs> they're, they're literally talking about using women and children as human shields. And then so if they, they die, that's almost better. <laughs> <laughs> what did I fucking tell you? <laughs> what if they die? Well, if they die, we're going to count our lucky stars. We'll have a viral video. <laughs> All right. We're going to have a video called I Told You So. Aren't you going to miss your wife and family? Well, yeah, but we'll have a well, great video. Uh, you know what? Worth it because I got, I got cows as friends. Yeah. And you know what? If you're wondering how we're going to shoot it, I have a medical bag and a camera. I brought all two. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> so. Um. And, that, and that guy, right? I mean, ideally what that guy just said is obviously so crazy that hopefully some it's, people are like it's that's that's the line but it wasn't though because that happened a few days ago and that still and wasn't still, uh, and they still didn't come out and go no yeah and they, you know what still Hannity was still like yeah and all these all these fucking there are so many politicians that, yeah uh, of course let me see if I can find it you mean you politicians who are now like he's a uh, no, no, but there were so many politicians who who came out when this started, and said uh, and said that yeah, he's totally uh, what well, he's totally right. So okay, um, Rand Paul, right? Yeah, big, big, and this is this is a totally uh, 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 a libertarian thing. These yes. guys are all like wacko libertarians. Yeah. There's some libertarians that there, I'm like, okay, you might have a point. I, I think that I, libertarians, there exactly. There are some that you're like, that's that makes sense. That's what I mean. Like somebody who's like, I'm not crazy about the federal government. I get that. These are just not the people. Who, no, these are not the people <laughs> yeah. at all. Uh, this is what uh, Rand Paul said when the whole thing started. The federal government shouldn't violate the law, nor should we have 48 federal agencies carrying weapons and having SWAT teams. What that's what do you what do you mean? Yeah. What that's what that's the that's the, 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 yeah. No, that's exactly what they should be. But do you do you, <laughs> do you know what the government does? Like they they protect us because otherwise we're it's fucking Mexico and, and everyone's just running riot and killing each other for fucking yeah. How can a guy who is in the federal government <laughs> support the guy who's like I don't believe in that guy. That's like me saying, like, I don't believe in Santa Claus and Santa going on record and being like, I support his belief. Uh, uh, Texas Governor Rick Perry. Oh. Uh, I have a problem with the federal government putting citizens in the position, position of having to feel like they have to use force to deal with their own government. They don't. They, what, no, what they sent him a letter. No, they, <laughs> they started with a fucking letter. No, they told him he couldn't do something. Yeah, it, he's the one. <laughs> no, what are you? What are you talking? Uh, yeah, it's really fucking. So, so there's just all there's there's just a fucking shitload of those dudes saying that shit, and you know, it's just always we really have just blossomed beyond any other nation. We've just blossomed into this fucking nation of just a retarded people. I mean, we are just fucking morons. It's it really is crazy. It's crazy to live in it. It is. It is because because this isn't like I would love to say that this that this is is uh, a unique. Yeah. 
but you know that on my block there's a dude that thinks this. Well, and he, here's the thing, right? It, ideally, you live in a world where when this happens, everybody is just like, what the fuck is going on? Uniformly, everyone's Everyone. like, don't do, no, let's Let stop alone that guy. a news organization, and that's air quoted, saying that this guy has a point. It's just like, you, right. you like, the idiots, the, the idiots just grow. It's they, yeah, so they bad. keep, they're like, uh, they're gremlins, and they keep spilling water everywhere. Okay, so uh, now here's the interesting thing. Um, he he. So he says that his ancestors got he got this land in 1877. Bunkerville. Yeah. Well, yeah. This land at Bunkerville. It, it turns out that's a total lie. From Cliven's lying. Yeah. Not by Cliven. So he says, I've lived my lifetime here. My forefathers have been up and down the uh, Virgin Valley. It's called the Virgin Valley. It's Jesus. so fucking Mormonly creepy. That's what I call the anus. The Virgin Valley. Yeah. Like, what do you want to call this place? Oh, oh Jesus Christ. I don't want to call her Virgin Valley. Did the women get to vote? No. No, no it's no. going to get weird for you. No. no, you just live in a house with me and three other wives. That'll be fun, huh? Do you feel special? So we've been here since 1877. So these, uh, all these rights that I claim have been created through preemptive rights and blah, blah, blah. So he says they've been there since 1877. Um, so then a local news uh, crew did a little research, and they discovered that they um, didn't start living on the ranch until 1954. Oh, that's a little bit of a difference. <laughs> Those are his two fathers. <laughs> Not his four. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so so he's just a fucking bullshitter. Now, um, they also say that they also they also claiming it's like the Indians. What do you mean that they're like the American Indians? That he's he's saying they are like the Native Americans. Yeah, they're saying. Well, he's uh, a fucking well, idiot. They're literally treating West United States citizens, ranchers, and rural folks like the modern day Indians. We're being driven off our lands. Here's how you know he's the dumbest. Yeah, it starts with literally. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, right there, it's like, nope, it's not that. <laughs> the irony is, is that in 1875, the local Puate Indians were first off their lands onto reservations so the white men could move in and seize them. So he's literally saying <laughs> that he got the land in 1877 and that two years before <laughs> the Indians are driven off. And now he's saying he's being driven off his land. <laughs> the land. Like, he... that, that just like his claim that his family stole it from American Indians. Uh, we're being treated like Native Americans, which I treated poorly. <laughs> Specifically. <laughs> what? Okay, so. There's just, Native Americans have to just hate this man. Oh my God! I mean, I mean, this guy is everything. They're like Dan Snyder. <laughs> Sit down. We want to talk Cliven. The great. Okay, so, so now have you heard the Rosa Parks? Uh, not. I know the Rosa Parks story. Not in this context. Um, I'm excited. So they're comparing him to Rosa Parks. Oh. Okay. <laughs> oh boy. That is. Uh, <laughs> um. Like, even that's racist. No, uh, yeah, no, right? I'm sorry. I'm not rolling over for this one. You guys are out of line. You don't own the land. You don't own our ranch. You don't own us. 
and we will stand firm in the principles of freedom that we were blessed with as Americans. And that's exactly what this was. This is Rosa Parks refusing to get off the back of the bus. Okay. By people who were like, Rosa Parks, we're going to fucking beat the shit out of you if you don't stand up. Well, that's like Rosa Parks was not being treated as an equal human being. No, yeah. You're stealing <laughs> yeah. from the government that you don't think exists. Rosa, Rosa Parks, Parks wasn't like, the government's not, this bus isn't real. I don't believe in buses. <laughs> I don't believe in standing. Okay, so this is where it gets awesome. So all these people are backing this dude up, right? Everybody loves him. He's the new Rosa Parks. Dude, there is, there is, uh, there is fan fiction. Oh Jesus Christ! There's... <laughs> it's great. You want to? Here, I'll read you a couple paragraphs. Yeah. Today, in the year 2064. Oh wow! As we look back over the last 50 years, it might seem as if the abundance revolution was inevitable. After all, it was wealth just waiting to be unleashed. Indeed, as we look back and study the events of 2014, we can see the results of the green elite's ideologically driven effort to squelch even the relatively small amount of prosperity that Americans were then enjoying. That is, it was the green elites who unwittingly opened the door to the abundance revolution. It all occurred in April 2014. By the way, <laughs> global warming is terrible now. The first trigger event... Now the stuff of lore and legend was the incident in Bunkerville, Nevada, oh my God. in which Clavin Bundy, then an anonymous citizen joined by several hundred supporters, faced down a federal army led by an ally of then Senator Harry Reid. <laughs> an army led by Harry Reid? <laughs> oh, you got to pick a better guy to lead the army to defeat than the guy who looks like he's, he's Stephen Hawking walking. All right, so Harry Reid. Well, you know Harry Reid. Nevada, but Harry still. Reed, Harry Reid is. Uh... Okay, guys, maybe we should get him. All right, Harry. Okay, so we got to get to the what he said. So, how do I have it here? So he went a little racist. So then yesterday he decides. So after all this, <laughs> this groundswell. So, so now everyone's got his back. The media, the Republican senators, the media darling, the the the, uh, the Hannitys, all of these militia guys, and then he is giving a speech at his. He's talking to the press and like giving a little. Everyone's like gathering around. Yeah, go you tell him, Bundy. Yeah, and then all of a sudden he just says this. He goes off script. <laughs> he goes. He goes way off script. <laughs> He says, the Negro. Okay, so. <laughs> All right. Okay, already. Problem. Red flag. <laughs> Red flag. <laughs> the Negro. So he just goes into this. The Negro. And everyone just nods their head. Um, okay, let's hear. Let's, oh, let's just hear what he has to say. Okay. He's a, uh, he's all clearly a smart man. <laughs> he doesn't believe in the government. Uh, they abort their young children. They put their young men in jail because they never learned how to pick cotton. So, <laughs> wow. So, so he, so he just went for it. 
Like there was no, there was no like, there was no, hey, I live amongst people. Yeah. There's no like, hey, um, there are other people around me that are humans. Yeah. Well, what's so delicious about his racism is that it, I don't think anybody in like a serious manner has ever been like brought up picking cotton. Like he's bringing up picking cotton cotton. like it's something that ended 10 years ago. (laughs) Like picking cotton is not like you got to be you have to dig so deep on your racist bench to go there. I mean, like if you're going to be racist in this day and age, you're like, you're like towards black. You're like, oh, they like fried chicken or the, yeah. whatever. How well, are you going cotton. to picking cotton? You ready for more? Oh God, keep feeding me. And I've often wondered, are they better off as slaves picking cotton and having a family life and doing things? Or are they better off under government subsidy? They didn't get no more freedom. They got less freedom. Okay, so, so just, I'm just going to judge by, like, let's just take one guy. Okay. Let's just take one guy. You don't want a family um, feud it? No, I'm just, I'm just taking one black guy. Okay. okay. Uh, Obama. Okay, sure. <laughs> sure. So, 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 let's do a little uh, uh, pro and con sort of okay. argument here. So, so he, he is getting subsidized by the government. Right, because he's living, he's getting a free room and board, yeah, in a house, and so that so that is that is a legitimate question. Would Obama be better off as a slave? Yeah, but slaves were beaten with whips. Oh, and uh, had no life, and uh, their women got raped, and they were killed. Yeah, but they weren't um, they weren't living enough government subsidies. Yeah, yeah, but see what you don't understand. He has a home. Obama has a home. Right. Right? Right. Yeah, the, the slaves didn't have a home. They just had like a room where they would just all sleep together and be treated like shit. And they had like they, they couldn't make any decisions for themselves. Like but if they, Obama but has. They weren't. But they weren't. Just hear me out. They yeah, weren't. Yeah, I'm trying to hear weren't, you out. They weren't uh, having abortions all the time. And they weren't. And a lot of their young men weren't in jail. And they weren't. Yeah, no, no, no. Were, no, on the contrary. A lot of all of their young men were in jail. They were in jail. They were slaves. Right. So they were totally in jail, and and these they would have probably if had they given the choice to have abortions, these women probably would have had them right. because a lot of these babies were because the their masters raped them. I'm not sure I I really agree. Yeah. Now I'm going to quote uh, my friend <coughs> Cliven right now. Okay, sure. Who I think quote, makes a really good really good point. Quote CB. In my mind, I'm wondering: Are they better off being slaves in that sense, or better off being slaves to the United States government? <laughs> In the sense of subsidies, I'm wondering. That's what. And the statement was right. I am wondering. <laughs> so he, Dave. Let me ask you this: <laughs> Would you rather me cut your dick off or flick it? I think I want. I think I, I think I want to flick. <laughs> well, let me, are you sure? It'll probably hurt. It'll probably hurt a little. Let me okay. cut it off. Okay, so today, those those he made those statements yesterday. Yeah, everyone was like, "Oh!" That's... Everybody was like, "Like even even four Rand... more!" Whoa! 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 Even Rand Paul was like, "Oh no, that's oh, not no, cool. No. That's not." Oh no! Oh, no, hold, hold, hold oh, on! Oh no! 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 I believe in the government now. <laughs> I believe in me again. Oh wait, there's a guy. Uh, let me see if I can find this uh, dude. Um, 
<clears throat> so after that all happens, he does the whole Negro, great, terrific Negro speech. Yeah, well, but we're all... <laughs> you his, don't hear him like his, that. His I have a dream speech. <laughs> <laughs> One of the supporters serving as a bodyguard for Nevada rancher Cliven Bundy during his standoff with federal authorities and who happens to be black said he would still take a bullet for Bundy after the rancher made racially inflammatory comments. Do we know why? <laughs> because there could only be two... Well, no, there could be three reasons, right? <laughs> One is that he's just like, look, a job's a job, a gig's a gig. You know what I mean? I don't think they're getting paid. Well, okay, like... so one's gone. <laughs> so then my two options are, he, he believes that black people would be better off as slaves. Yeah. Or he's just the smartest black guy who's like, I'm in the fold protecting this asshole. Guess what? When fucking shots are fired, guess who's fucking... I'm going to be totally safe. Guess who's going to be picking cotton? (laughs) Guess who's going to have their hands full? Hey, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something right now. You know what I do? I have a house, and in the back of my house, I have cotton. And I'm a black man, and I go out there and I pick cotton, and so I agree with Bundy. It's 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 meditative for me. It's what meditative. Be, what would be great is if Bundy did get his wish and they had to go back to picking cotton. He wanted to go to pre Eli Whitney cotton. He's like, no, 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 make him make him pull the seeds out. That's when they were focused and happiest. Before Eli Whitney came along and pissed all over the party with that fucking gin. <laughs> Uh, CNN's Dan Simon noticed Jason Bullock, a six-year Army veteran who serves as one of... See, they're all fucking Army guys. They're oath-takers. So, yeah, served uh, as one of Bunny's bodyguards hanging around uh, Nevada Ranch. And being a black guy, he went up and said, uh, what the fuck? Hey! Hey, so let me talk to you. Because hey. you seem to be the craziest person here. <laughs> <laughs> we did find someone crazier than Cliven. Simon asked Bullocks whether he found Bundy's remarks about blacks and slavery offensive. What do you think his answer was? I mean, it better have been, oh, fuck yeah. (laughs) That's weird. He said, Mr. Bunny is not a racist. Right? Yeah, that's uh, a normal, that's a... Besides all the racist stuff, it seems like he's not. Right. Yeah. Ever since I've been uh, here, he's treated me with nothing but hospitality. He's pretty much treating me just like his own family. I would take a bullet for that man if need be. I look up to him just like I do my own grandfather, who right now is probably super bummed. (laughs) (laughs) I believe. So mad. I believe in his cause. And after having met Mr. Bundy a few times, I have a really good feeling about him, and I'm a pretty good judge of character. Now, see, I've met Mr. Bundy a few times through the internet. Yeah. I have a really bad feeling. (laughs) How the fuck... If you think about the progression that you just walked through of this story, this literally started with some fucking prick who wouldn't pay money for his cows. Yeah. And now we're talking about black people happier as slaves. (laughs) Holy shit. Yeah. Yeah. So today. (laughs) I can't believe there's more. (laughs) There should be no more today. 
So now, obviously, all of the politicians are like, well, well I mean, I don't. <laughs> I mean, uh, I, 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 I agree with the, the cow situation, but um, I actually do disagree with his his idea that black people should be slaves. Um, uh, <clears throat> Cliffin believes the black portions of the cows would be happier picking cotton. Uh, he wants to get the black spots off of cows. He feels that they're too integrated. <laughs> okay, so now he is being questioned today about his remarks from yesterday, right? And I'm sure that he's backtracking. Um, so what he said was, uh, let's see. Uh, I thought about Rosa Parks. Isn't it Rosa Parks? Rosa Parks, yep. Okay, right so he, he calls her Rosa Parks. Well, he does. As, as if she's a park. <laughs> yeah, yep. That's what he thinks when he get off the bus, a playground. <laughs> <laughs> I thought about Rosa Park taking her seat at the front of the bus. This is when someone's like, so could you explain your Negro comments? Hold on. Okay. Yeah. I thought about Rosa Park taking her seat at the front of the bus. What Reverend King wanted was that she could sit anywhere in the bus and nobody would say anything about it. You and I can sit anywhere in the bus. That's what he wanted. That's what I want. That's what he was after. It's not a prejudice thing, but make us equal. So then the so then the the reporter goes, I understand that the Martin Luther King's message was about peace and freedom. And then Bunny <laughs> says, Maybe I sinned and maybe I need to ask forgiveness. But you know, when you talk about prejudice, we're talking about not being able to exercise what we think and are feeling. If I say Negro or black boy or slave, I'm not I mean, if those people cannot take those kind of words to not be offensive, then Martin Luther King hasn't done his job yet. Well, well, well. It's like we've been sitting watching fireworks all night, and then they just did the finale. I don't know. Here's the deal. Uh, if I can't say Negro or black boy or black nigger boy. Or, or porch monkey or any of these any of these fine words, then Mr. King hasn't done his job. And why hasn't he done his job? Because he's dead. Because he's a black and they're fucking lazy. That is the most that is, I mean, that has to be the most racist. That's the most racist human being I have. Although I will say when I was in Georgia on a tour. Years ago, uh, I was talking to a guy, and he said it's my God-given right to own black people. And it was my first time. It's my first time in the South, and I'm like, I don't want to come back here at all. <laughs> like, oh my God! <laughs> I don't. We don't I mean, think that at all. Our, well, our racism in California is so yeah, much less. Yeah, we're just like a Home Depot Mexican, we're like joke racist. You just said your God-given right to own black people, and I liked it how it falls on Martin Luther King. Right. It, no, it's Martin Luther King. If King's. they're not, if I'm wrong, blame Dr. Martin Luther King. If I can't say Negro or black boy, then black you boy. blame a dead guy from the 60s. Why would he keep coming up with more turn? Like, no, he because he's like, well, here's another one. Like black boy is just, it, it's almost worse because it's like, oh, God damn it. I mean, he's a miracle. And, and this is, and so I'll put this up. I'll put this up today. Um, but this is this guy's like he's going to keep giving. But uh, at some, he has to be losing people. I don't know because all of these people are because you have to take in, into account that these oath keepers are just trying to swell their ranks. 
Right. So so they don't really care. So if they and Fox News has largely ignored the racist comments. Fox has. Yeah. Fox News has ignored the racial. Can element. you believe that? I do not believe that. And and so and so if you keep that the the sort of eye on the prize, if I can take a quote from from a gentleman. Eye <laughs> <laughs> on the prize. <laughs> Uh, then, then they get to keep swelling their ranks. So they're not going to leave. They want a firefight. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they want. And I almost want their dream to come true. I am. I am so. You know, these guys are guys who are trying to destroy our country. Well, they're they're the you know they're just and they've proven it over and over again. They're the people that uh, are, will work the hardest to get their vision to come to fruition, and their vision yes. is just. Insane. Insane and horrible. It's completely and insane. And not sustainable and not okay. No, it's not okay at all. I wonder how this ends. I really... It should just... <laughs> we should just fucking, honestly, they should just be like, fine. Your cattle can fucking graze, asshole. <laughs> fine. Yeah, but then all the other all the other ranchers are furious. As they should be. All well, paying. then, all right, let's nuke them. Well, I, I think that... You wait, and you don't do anything, and then when they start leaving, you just start arresting them. Here would be the ultimate. Exa- yeah, that's probably the best. I mean, solution. this is sedition. Well, what would be the the? I mean, again, part of the problem in all this is just that media chooses to give yeah. this guy a platform right. to right. sound like somebody who makes sense. Right. So the easy way. It's it's the same thing with a school shooting. It's just like, look, if you just stop the reporting on this shit, totally. so in like so nonstop twenty four hour coverage of this shit. Yeah. Then it'll people will stop thinking about it. But the conservatives are now so entrenched. Yeah, in the they're fucked. The government being evil that they have to hold up a lunatic as a hero. They are like they're like a couple that is having an argument, and the one just realized, oh shit, I'm wrong. But is like, nah, I'm not giving up. <laughs> I'll fucking ride this shit out till you apologize. <laughs> like. The dude just, I mean, what the guy said at this point, it, if he hasn't lost you at this point, you are just a huge racist. And there's no two ways, even if yeah. you're the bodyguard. No, uh, if he hasn't lost you now, he can, I mean, what's he well, going to say next? Yeah. Rape is legal. <laughs> yeah, I, I believe it. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, we ever on the ranch, we're pro-rape. <laughs> All weed is feces. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck man, so th- this story is going to be great. However, it ends, I'll I'll, I'll follow up. I on bet it, it ends bad. Uh, so that's the first uh, dollop with the new format. With I the think guests. it's good. Yeah, yeah, it was really fun. Yeah, that was hilarious. I, yeah. gr- I mean, Jesus Christ, the subject <laughs> matter. Could it not be? <laughs> the subject matters. But then you just in a room doing this, you must just get me alone. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I what I was doing was I would because this way, if I sit here with you and I talk it out. Uh, I don't. I had to be a little more scripted when oh, I was so doing it alone. To prepare more, right? Yeah. So yeah, I yeah. kind of had to go through and be like, "Well, this I could make this right. funny, or I could make this funny." Yeah, but if I sit here with someone else, then it can just be. Well, you got a winner here. <laughs> <laughs> a real winner. <laughs> uh, I have to put this up today because it's it's uh, fresh. Because right? it's gonna tomorrow something tomorrow they're all <laughs> no, gonna tomorrow. explode. <laughs> Well, they'll all be dead. <laughs> yeah. All right. So this is going to be the new format for uh, the dollop. I just did this one now because uh, this guy was in the news right now, but um, I'm going to be banking a bunch and then they'll probably be coming out in the summer because uh, I need to bank them because it's work. There you go. 
thank you, Gareth Reynolds. Thank you, Dave Anthony. You'll be at uh, Flappers at midnight. Flappers at on uh, midnight on Saturday yeah. at Reynolds Gareth ATC show Tuesday, twenty sixth. Yeah. yeah, or 29th. 29th. Whatever. I mean, they're all days. <laughs> what the fuck? Hey, as long as black people are just don't rise up. <laughs> all right. Black uh, people, welcome to all the shows. By yeah, the way. please. Thanks. <laughs> Yeah, that was good, dude. Hey there, people listening to The Dollop. Uh, this is Gareth. Yes, the same guy. I Listen, I have a new podcast called We're Here to Help that I'm doing with my friend Jake Johnson. It's basically a call and advice show where we don't say that we're professionals because we aren't, but we try to help people with problems that are important to them. You can listen to it wherever you listen to podcasts, and it is out right now. So go listen to We're Here to Help with Jake and Gareth. We're here to help with Gareth and Jake. I don't remember how we did it, but either way, fun half hour comes out Tuesday, August 22nd, and the episodes will be out every Tuesday and Friday. We're here to help. Oh, hey there, everybody. It's Gareth, you know, from this uh, this podcast. Uh, listen, I've got some stand-up shows. I'm inviting the Garmy, the Gareth Army, to join me for. I will be in Fort Collins, Colorado, August 18th and August 19th. I will be in Minneapolis, Minnesota, August 24th through August 26th at Acme. I will be going to the UK in September. Please join me. I will be in Glasgow, September 13th, London, September 15th, Dublin, September 17th, and September 19th, Manchester, Birmingham, September 20th, Bristol, September 22nd, and Cardiff, September 24th. And then in November, I'll be in Australia. November 10th, almost sold out, I think. I'll be in Melbourne, Australia. Then I will be in Northbridge, Australia on November 15th. Adelaide, November 16th. Canberra, November 17th. Brisbane, November 18th. And then I will be in uh, Sydney on November 24th. Go to GarethReynolds.com for tickets. Garmy, let's get at it after it. Let's see you there.